Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Day 230 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more wisdom in your word. Impart more wisdom to us as we read your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Luke chapter 8. First, we read about women Jesus healed and the women who were helping provide for Jesus' ministry. Herod's household manager's wife, Joanna, was one of these women. She was one of the women who was delivered from many demons. She was a woman of wealth and influence and is known to have been very close to Jesus as she followed him in his ministry. Then we read about the parable of the sower who sowed the seed. I am particularly drawn to verse 15 in this rendition, which says, But as for that seed in the good soil, these are the people who, hearing the word, hold it fast in a just, noble, virtuous, and worthy heart, and steadily bring forth fruit with patience. May we continue to read God's word, learn of him, and have patience as he does a work in us while the fruit is being planted in our hearts. Next, we read about Jesus calming the sea. His disciples were frantic when the water filled their boat. Meanwhile, Jesus was sleeping. They woke him, he rebuked the sea, and it quickly settled down. Verse 25 says, And he said to them, Why are you so fearful? Where is your faith, your trust, your confidence in me, in my veracity and my integrity? We might ask ourselves the same question when our lives are in turmoil. Instead of being overcome with fear, may we look to the Lord and know he will settle the storm in our lives too. Lastly, Jesus brought back a little girl from death to life. Her father begged Jesus to come to his home and heal his daughter. Jesus agreed, but was interrupted by the woman with the blood flow looking for her miracle. He took time with her, even though the man's daughter's life was in danger. He allowed his plans to be interrupted to help one more person, a woman who had been sick for years. He took time to speak with her directly and offer her peace and continued wellness. Meanwhile, the child had died, but Jesus didn't worry. In fact, he told the father, do not be seized with alarm or struck with fear. Simply believe in me as able to do this and she shall be made well. Jesus believed in his father's ability to heal this child and he asked the father to believe in him. Jesus assured this man that his belief in him was the key and it was. Jesus brought back this little girl from death and gave her back to her father. He is in the business of restoration, my friend. Continue to believe for your restoration as well. Let's see what Paul is teaching the Corinthians in chapter 15. Paul goes over Jesus' death and resurrection. There seems to have been a controversy arising in the church about the resurrection of the Spirit. Remember, there were some people who didn't believe in an afterlife. The church was a mixture of people who had differing beliefs. As time went on, there were challenges to overcome as the previous beliefs of some were being entertained by others. Paul brings them back to Christ. He was born, dead, raised from the dead, and now lives in heaven. If this didn't happen, Paul argues, then they would all still be living in sin. Of course, we know it did. And Paul tells them that 500 people saw Jesus alive after he had been crucified. He shares proof that Jesus rose from the dead. Therefore, there is resurrection of the Spirit. We will be in heaven one day. After all of Paul's arguments, he says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. Let us be encouraged to keep on keeping on, even when it looks futile. 
God uses every moment of our lives for a purpose. May our hearts be encouraged today. Let's see what's happening in Job chapter 31. Job is still seeking justice. He puts himself on the line here in this chapter. He lists sins one by one that if he had done, he would take the sentence for. If he had committed adultery, he would serve his sentence. If he didn't give food to the hungry or clothe the poor, then he would be gladly condemned. If he made gold and wealth his idol, he should be judged. If he spoke badly against his enemies, he would serve his sentence. If he stole from anyone, he deserved punishment. But he still cannot condemn himself because he isn't aware of doing any of these things. In chapter 32, we are introduced to another man named Elihu. He is younger than the rest of the men and has therefore held his tongue until now. But he can no longer be silent. He is rather angry with his counterparts and with Job, and he greatly desires to share what's on his mind. We don't get to the part where he tells them anything yet, but he is getting ready to share. We will have to wait until tomorrow's reading to see what he has to say. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 49. The psalmist writes about the wealth of the ungodly. He advises us not to be upset when we see the wicked flourish because they will not flourish beyond the grave. They will be lost forever while the righteous will not. Let us not be bothered by someone else's wealth and wish we had what they have. I am reminded of the scripture of Jesus telling us to seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto us. Even if we do not live long enough to see the everything else, we have keys to the kingdom of God. We are counted as part of Jesus' family. We are grafted into the promise of eternity. May our hearts and hope be turned to Almighty God and his free gift of salvation. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for imparting more wisdom into our hearts. Help us continue to learn of you and your ways. Keep us seeking you in the secrets hidden away in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.